1: Welcome back, everybody, to the More Than Different podcast lifestyle edition. We're here with your boys, CMAC and, and Brendan. What's going on, B?
0: Not too much, C. Good to get to talk to you. It's been been a while since our last pod, and a lot to talk about.
1: Yeah, a lot to talk about is right. It's uh, yeah, it's a, we, we had a little layoff. Uh, we've been busy.
0: Have yeah, let's let's trip? jump right in. Let's jump right into. What's been going on with you? You, I think, last podcast we had you reflected on the league title, then you went into the NCAA tournament, ran through the first three teams, got to the elite eight, which was a huge accomplishment for your squad and and the school, and then had it ran into a tough team that ended up winning it all. But obviously, you're probably reflecting back. It was your final, final basketball game of your college career, and and. I don't. You're not playing pro. I don't think that's in the plan. Although you might get a call, who knows? Um, (laughs) But but uh, what's it been like reflecting back on that? Kind of realizing that's that's over. Um,
1: Yeah, it's uh. Well, first and foremost, it's a dope experience. I think for anyone you know that's an athlete can relate that college sports is second to none. Um, and also make, being uh, one of two teams in, in school history to make the Elite Eight uh, NCAA Division III t- tournament was pretty cool. Uh, making a run, winning the league championship, kind of putting the WGF program back on the map um, at a national level was is, is pretty cool. Um, yeah, it's a pretty great feeling. And, you know, took five years to, to play to finish my college career. But, you know, it's dope. But... That's the thing, you know, when if you work, work at something like it's a full time job, at least since you've been in college and pretty much your whole life, you know, you have to take a big uh, adjustment, adjustment when, uh, you know, when when your career is over. So that's the stage I'm in. But uh, no, it was cool, cool experience. Bittersweet, you know, that it's over. You know, a very young team coming back. So I'm wishing those guys best of luck you know, you just, there's nothing better than college sports, the relationships, the lessons you learn, and everything about it. Um, Second to none, I wouldn't trade it for anything, but uh, you know, pivoting off of, off of sports, um, which I think in a more important scenario is what you've been up to. Why don't you uh, tell everybody what you've been up to over the last week or two?
0: I will. So last week, Um, I went on a we started March break last Friday or Saturday, and I immediately went on a Excel trip, uh, which Nobles offers they offer only a couple one of them was a civil rights trip and there were seven of us who went seven students, three teachers and. Well, they take our phones once. So I had no phone for the whole week. So I was a little out of the loop. Uh, I wasn't, that's why, you know, I was reconnecting and I haven't even really had a ch- chance to talk to you about the end of your season and whatnot. But so they took our phones and we went there, we flew down to Atlanta Saturday afternoon, uh, stayed in Atlanta for a couple of days and then went all throughout Alabama. So that's kind of the summation of what we did, but it was, incredibly powerful uh, sunday evening we had dinner at a renowned restaurant in atlanta called Pascal's with one of the original freedom riders uh, one of two who are still alive his name's charles person uh him telling us some of the stories he was best friends with uh, some names people may know john lewis um he was being led by martin luther king uh, jr um I mean people and he was right on the, the
1: those names. Jesus. Yeah,
0: everyone better. So he was right on the forefront of fighting for um you know civil rights down in down south where it was um as bad as anywhere in the country. And and frankly, you know, he, he was going through a lot, a lot of sacrifices, a lot of risks being so young. He was just 18 and now, he was beaten in, in a bunch of different uh, uh, cities. They started in Washington, D.C., and they went all stops all the way down to Mississippi. And along the way, they'd stay at uh, people's houses, people who are nice to let them stay. And then they would just keep going, keep riding, keep riding, um, making sure um, their rights were felt and, and they were willing to have the whole world see the racism and bigotry that was, you know, put on them. And their whole thing that MLK preached his whole life was nonviolence. So you got to be hit is the whole thing. They're saying you got to be willing to be beaten and and hit and you can't respond respond. And that he reflect on how hard how hard that was, but how important that was so that they gave uh, segregation. It's no reason to think, these people are the ones inciting it they're causing this and so the whole world saw it and eventually they were able to desegregate the buses uh, desegregate schools years later in the south but that was incredibly powerful yeah Yeah. I
1: mean I agree I mean it's crazy it's crazy experience it's that um you know they literally even though they you know Martin Luther King promotes nonviolence, you know there was you know a point um that you know they're really going to risk their life for equality right they're going to do whatever they can right. you know That's, which is yeah. him being so around.
0: young too
1: yeah um, exactly i mean to think about yeah at your age um right. you know people my age that are have uh you know the mental capacity and and, and just the awareness that what they're fighting for will last over for generations um, so them fighting and putting their life on the line for something that, you know, will bring, uh, in a sense, generational wealth in, in the sense of uh, equality and
0: opportunity,
1: in, yep. opportunity um, it goes a long way and brings the world together, you know, and makes people understand the power, um, you know, that a group of people can bring uh, and yeah. how much impact they can make when there's a positive um, yeah there's a positive idea and, and something worth fighting for that everybody um you know joins together for and it's i mean you're, i mean you having read it in textbooks and, and watch videos on it it's one thing yeah you know, everyone reads it and watches it in school whether they pay attention or not um
0: yeah but to really but, hear it from the yeah, voices it's, it's to really
1: be there for you i mean that's like a once in a lifetime opportunity to be around those, those beautiful people who've gone through so much, um, you know, more than anything I can say I've been through and I know a lot of people have, um, yeah, it's, it's just, it's an honor, you know, you must experience and you have that over everybody. You can hold that onto that for the rest of your life. It's crazy.
0: Yeah, no, he, he spoke, um, Eloquently to us at dinner, and and he, he even we all read his book, or a group of us who went on the trip read his book before we went. It's called Buses Are Coming. Uh, in other words, your opportunity's coming to change the world, and you got to be willing to take that sacrifice. and And he signed my book. Uh, he said, uh, "You can change the world. Buses are coming. Get on the bus." So that goes for everyone in different ways. You know, it may not be as uh, much of a risk as what he went through and sacrificed for, but we, have, we all have opportunities to better our communities, better our you know, the people around us, and just got to be willing to take that chance. And I think what was empowering that he wrote about in his book is his father was the one who really encouraged him to, to do this because his, his father went through Uh, deal with racism his whole life down south and for him to then encourage his son to say hey this is your chance go do it Like that really empowered Charles and you know the world's in a better place than it was as a result of him being willing to sacrifice and yeah for them there'll only be two left Um, they deserve to be celebrated to the to the end of time and I'm hoping we could try to get him on the podcast. Actually, I was able to get his wife's uh, email. So I'm I'm trying to connect to yeah. potentially make that happen. But yeah, and then, you know, we went to Birmingham, went to a bunch of museums, went to uh, the 16th Street Baptist Church, where uh, we then met with, uh, had dinner with a woman who was in the church while the bombing went off. I wrote a blog about it. So I'll keep it uh, terse. But yeah, uh, I'll put the bo- blog in the description so you could read about that. But that was certainly one of the most powerful uh, messages I've received in the evenings. Uh, and, and it changed me inst- instantly, like ever since the words she said um, have reverberated in my head and are going to I'm going to take with me. So it was, that was an incredible week. It felt like four weeks. I didn't have my phone, which I think was a great thing, but it, it really put in. Perspective: How much you can do in, in a week or in a day? I was—I read five books because uh, all my downtime was like, "I gotta do something." So I was just reading, reading, reading. And while we're exploring this place and that place, went to Selma, went to Montgomery, went to the Equal Justice Initiative. You got your shirt on. And brought back the merch. Brought back the merch. Just Mercy. Brian Stevenson. Uh, you anything so- else for the family,
1: or is it just for me?
0: You just glitched. You just glitched. So we're gonna have okay, to. Did
1: you get anything else for the family?
0: I did. I brought home a, a 16th Street Baptist Church um thing that you attach to the refrigerator. Magnet. Magnet. Bang. There you go. <laughs> I <laughs> um, love. I
1: love. So what was it? What was the name of the freedom writer uh, whose book you freedom read?
0: Freedom rider rider not writer. Yeah. No. How oh, you said that? Okay. Say that again, so that I don't.
1: What was the name of the, the freedom writer who wrote that book that he read?
0: Charles Person.
1: Charles Person. Don't forget that. And that's the, that's the crazy thing is that people, um, you know, that were involved in, in fighting for civil rights back in that time and who obviously now we live in a time where you can really feel or understand how great of a change that they created and how much better that they made this world and, and, and how much they influenced the minds of the people um, to think in a different way, in a more open-minded manner. Um, you know, those are the people that should be celebrated just as much as, you know, Tom Brady should be celebrated. And, and,
0: and yeah, right.
1: People of that sort and Aaron Rodgers and LeBron James, you know? Yeah, those
0: heroes and yeah, heroes a, and sheroes.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, they they've done their part in, um, you know, bringing people together in, in their own fashion in sports. But um, you know, th- there comes a time where you need to appreciate, uh, you know, what means the most, and, and you know, that's bringing the world together. Um, Absolutely, and pushing for a better place, and and that's exactly what Charles Persons did.
0: Yeah, and I I didn't say the name, but so when we had dinner with this woman, her name's. Carolyn McKinstry uh, I tell you I wrote extensively about it in a blog but uh, she spoke to us of course and one of the things she said and it very much aligns with with our mission at MTD is uh, she she really aims to see the good in everyone and and also just realizing as, as much as the, the country isn't sometimes divided and we disagree there's a lot of good in the world um, and she says how much good there are in people, and when you're willing to to see that, you realize how special, how many special people there are out there, and why there is really no reason we go from different backgrounds, and communities, and upbrings, and perspectives, why are we at war with ourselves, and she is adamant about trying to see that in everyone in your lives and and, in others too. And I think that was powerful and and something we try to do in celebrating and appreciating the differences in everyone because there would make, make, uh, you know, humanity special. So that was really powerful. and, And yeah, of course what she endured at a young age was, um, know unimaginable being in the, the church when the bomb went off and killed Addie Mae Collins, Carol Robertson, Cynthia Wesley, and Denise McNair, who were 14, 14, 14, 11 She was 15 upstairs, um did not die, but you know
1: crazy. Yeah, it's crazy how
0: crazy. So yeah, then we got to go through Selma with a woman who was marching on bloody sunday and the famous movie movie selma i'm sure many people have seen she was on the bridge when they were attacked um so she drove uh, took us on a tour through selma (sighs) powerful stuff um it's hard to really capture uh, if you weren't there but something i'm certainly going to keep taking with me it felt like i was in a time machine i'll tell you I, i think i was in 1965 all week it just looked so vintage and hearing the voice of people who really went through it you also realize oh my god it wasn't a hundred years ago like this was relatively recent so <laughs> crazy stuff man powerful stuff and transformative to say the yeah,
1: least man. no you definitely recommend a trip like this to other people right
0: i, I yeah i say anyone any person who, who goes on this trip spoke to the people I spoke to and, and, um, got to go to museums, landmarks, the, the places where these, uh, events transpired that transformed our country, you, you'd be overcome with empathy and realize uh, being white for me, realizing how much better of an ally I want to be, how much I can use my own privilege, my own platform to make a difference and be a positive voice of change. I think that's where um, it's such a powerful experience is realizing that we all have a responsibility and an opportunity to make this world a better place by doing our part um, because what people down South had to endure for so long is it's heartbreaking to read about to hear and yeah you know, makes you want to play your role so yeah yeah anyone who gets a chance to go to the legacy museum in montgomery the birmingham civil rights institute the human for Nat- for uh, civil and human rights in atlanta um do it i'll tell you
1: hey there's plenty of literature out there to read up on.
0: yeah a lot of literature but, i got uh, I got one for the end, so
1: yeah, so hey, for the people out there make sure not to miss that bus when it comes around,
0: yeah, buses are coming, get on it,
1: better be waiting at that bus stop that they, they they don't they don't wait around once you have your time, you better jump on it,
0: yeah, seize but, it, uh,
1: yeah, and i <laughs> I think my I think my bus is is, is coming up now that um you am know, turning, yeah. turning that page,
0: turning the chapter,
1: um, yeah you know, I'm 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 less of an amateur, uh, you know, athlete, student, uh, you know, who's constantly needing all this time to study on a- academia and and and, and to work out and, and prepare for a competition. And now I think, you know, my bus is my bus is on its way. I think it's it's pulling up now. And,
0: and uh I need <laughs> yeah
1: to, yeah i need i need to get on the damn bus pivot and 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 uh you know work my magic and and give my two cents to the world so yeah absolutely yeah and and with that being said um and, and i know you mentioned it is is the is the essence of time and how you can save a lot of time without being yeah. on your phone and, and yeah read books and whatnot and uh and for me it, I need to basically reschedule my time now that yeah you know, I'm not
0: yeah, open up
1: I don't have goal I don't have goals based around basketball um, you know now now we are looking to restructure mtd I're looking yeah. to you know, understand how we're gonna turn this 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 thing that we're building here into our life full time yeah you know, right I'm turn into a world uh you know country renowned um brand
0: Man, a, ubiqu- a ubiquitous brand
1: ubiquitous brand that you know you'll see everywhere you'll hear about everywhere in media on social media you know out in, out in parks at festivals in in events um yeah on everywhere and and now basically i think that's how that's our calling call, that's our bus
0: that's our um, bus uh, that's with our, bus our message and mission same. We can really we can we can really do something special, and I think we have the foundation we just gotta use that time right, and I think yeah. uh
1: we have the yeah. we're, we're on the damn bus though I'll tell you that
0: we're on the damn bus and and bus, it's, and it's picking up, pace. so picking up pace now that now that you got some stuff off your plate,
1: yeah. or now we're just putting it into gear, yeah right. so for so, so the people you know, just for the people where. Now, this thing isn't just going to be a you know, 10 views per podcast type of brand for, the, for forever.
0: No, no, we're.
1: This, this thing is, this take
0: it local to nationally. We just, it's going to require constant action. And, you know, it's been hard. The reality is we've just been trying to maintain and, and slowly build because you've been in grad school, you've been basically have a full time job as a college athlete, really going after that chip at ncaa tournament you're traveling i've had school i hadn't finished up just got to now senior spring so now to call it what it is i'm kind of done so i'm done with my season i'm just preparing for next year so i'm working out on my own timing so now it really this is the time where we can really yeah. you know no, ascend big, but yeah fine. we'd be it's lying time.
1: If, we have our pits this is our pivot i mean, you're, pivot you're transitioning in, into a, a college setting where it opened up a whole new market and, and you're going to be you know in the city in boston uh, you know, city experiencing city. a whole new lifestyle um compared to living at home even though we were you know close to the city and you know i'm going to be in into the workforce and i'm going to adjust and, and really need to be more self-sufficient um
0: Sure. Because you're going to be going nine to five and, yeah, and I'm going to find that. pockets of time to exactly make this work. But we will. There ain't no doubt. We got too much. Exactly. Too much working for us to not seize it. And uh, I would tell you the last week and then hearing the voices of people who endured so much and are on the other side of it now. Inspiring, and there's no let up, there's no reason to let up, there's no excuses Man, that can no, possibly you know, if, you, if
1: you go on that trip, you should realize there's no excuses for that, none, doing none everything at all.
0: Have. I promise people have had it worse
1: 10 times worse, thousand times worse. So it's unbelievable. But, uh, um, yeah. so yeah, Brennan, you, you had quite the uh, you know, edifying experience ah, over the last nice. week and uh it's
0: nice foreshadow see I had,
1: yeah. I had quite the run quite the, the, the you know the basketball run um now I'm wrapping up school you're wrapping up school and, and we're gonna like to turn the page and uh yeah really send this thing send this thing up into space and see what happens
0: see what happens bet on us
1: bet on us unbelievable
0: um all right so let's get into the final Segment word of the day, book of the day, song of the day, cmac just alluded to it. The word of the day is edify, the exact derivation of edify to instruct, improve, teach, enlighten, especially to instruct or improve into in- intellectually, morally, or spiritually. So best way I could describe my trip was edifying. And I was with people who edified me and I was in museums and at landmarks that were also edifying. So try to find people in your life who edify you. Seek out books that'll edify you. You know, I think it's it's an important thing to try to surround yourself with our edifiers. So that's the word of the day. Edify. Book uh, of the day um, while wow, the world watched by Carolyn, Ma McKinstry, Dr. McKinstry is who I had dinner with. Uh, he's who I wrote the blog post about a uh, really powerful book. She relives the catastrophe she endured and by the end reflects upon it and talks about how she, her way of moving forward was forgiveness. And she speaks so eloquently and, uh, powerfully about what that took and what it's done for her, but, uh, she didn't do that until she, that was after she endured 20 plus years of trauma, pain, loneliness, and, and, you know, a lot of, a lot of battles. So it's a powerful and, and moving book from someone who is still alive and still making a difference for sure. But, uh, doesn't forget what uh, she went through at f- your age fifteen. So while wow, the world watched, great read, quick read, moving. So c send us home. Song of the day.
1: Yeah, song of the day. I think it's only right that uh, you know we handed over to John Legend and uh,
0: Johnny Flick. Glory. Cue it up.
1: Cue that up, Flick. Glory, John Legend. All right. That's
0: a wrap. All right. Good to be back. We'll see you guys next week.
1: Hands to the heavens. No man, no weapon. Formed against, yes, glory is destined. Everyday women and men become legends. Sins that go against our skin become blessings. The movement is a rhythm to us. Freedom is like religion to us justice is juxtapositioning us
0: justice for all just ain't specific
1: enough once